0: Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know.
1: Previously on the Jay and Dan Podcast.
0: UFC
2: 199 at the Fabulous Forum in Los Angeles. It was awesome. It only needs about 50 or 60 more (laughs) bathrooms. We, for some reason, didn't eat before we went. So let's get some dogs. Okay, yeah. that lineup's at least 80 minutes long. Okay, let's get some dogs here. That one's two hours. You
3: look like the Fourth of July. It makes me want a hot dog real bad. I jumped
2: up and down. My phone came out of my pocket and landed in a puddle of beer. Oh,
3: I thought you were gonna say a puddle of urine.
4: 2016, the year of Dan.
3: What are other things does Mario's friend have to do for Mario <laughs> that he just has to <laughs> that he just has to shrug and? Forget about like, hey, I'm going to reach down your pants and grab your penis. Get your hand off my penis! They have a nice package area from a package. It's like my balls are floating on the cloud. You and my wife both saw it and were raving about it. Bakers are doing, it's all missionary. Cooks, they're eating ass. They're doing, right? they're doing all sorts of weird shit.
4: Delicious.
2: I've never thought of that analogy, but it kind of makes sense. I think. Uh, welcome to the show. I'm Dan. He's Jay. uh, 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 uh Spell it out. J A Y and Dan. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast.
3: Oh. Dicks swinging everywhere. literally. rap. <laughs> so uh, literal swinging dicks. Dance. G-g-g-g-
2: The Jay and Dan Podcast, episode 115. Why did we sound like we were in a toilet?
3: Yeah, it sounded very... uh, In the recap. uh, Ooh, Dan, calling out the crew already.
2: No, no. I was just...
4: (laughs) No, it's just... I listened, it didn't...
3: You're really upset with everybody. Uh, I don't
4: know. I'll tell you, normally, it's a file that I give to everybody, and last week, our computer crashed, Oh, no. So uh, we, we took that file off the camera. Okay. And it sounds to me like one of the camera mics was added on top of mm-hmm. our mix. See? So that's our award winning engineer, like Engineer
3: Jim. That's it. Jim knows.
2: Jim knows. Hey, wa- uh, welcome to the podcast. Congratulations to the Pittsburgh Penguins Stanley Cup champions. When Sidney Crosby raised that cup, I balled like a baby. Whenever anyone raises that cup, when they get it for the first time, I cry every
3: time. That's just weird.
2: But it's, it's the <laughs> greatest moment in sports.
3: Yeah, it was pretty awesome to see him win another cup. And uh, I got to say, I'm really happy for uh, Phil Kessel, too. Exactly. Little fat little bugger. I'm so happy he got a cup. Uh, so many people pissing and shitting on him. And he, he called uh, it Steve the, Simmons uh, telling, saying he's eating hot dogs in places he's not eating them. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy for, for Phil. And i made mistakes.
2: He's a good fucking hockey player. He said it was the greatest year of his life.
3: And yeah, and he said he's bringing the cup back to Toronto. That ought to be great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I give him a parade. That'd be good. Yeah, just a parade for Phil. Hey, at least they'll have a parade.
2: How are the ratings for the Pens and Sharks in the United States?
3: Uh, not great, I don't think. I mean, not. Th- I mean, better than our ratings certainly, <laughs> but um, not. You know, I always much. have to qualify that. You know, like, yeah. like I can't criticize other people's ratings. No, um, but no, I I think in general, um, playoff ratings in hockey were were down quite a bit this year. Tough when you got Pittsburgh and San Jose in the final. It's like very a very regional final.
0: It is. And didn't you have Game 1 with the NBA Finals on the same day?
3: You did. Yep, that was a mistake.
0: The thing that pissed me off the most was they
2: didn't have, on the last weekend of the NHL... They did not have. They didn't schedule the game for Saturday night. There was nothing. There was a blank yeah. slate on Saturday night.
3: It was weird. Now, was there some? Was there an arena conflict, perhaps? I probably could have googled that, but because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I because I know you and I were, were questioning, as Ben just brought up, why Game One was on a Monday with the NBA Finals and not a Tuesday. But it turns out that Beyonce was uh, the at the Pittsburgh Arena. So yeah, you do don't it. f with Beyonce. You can't f with Queen B. <laughs> you yeah. simply cannot f with Queen B. You cannot f with B. Hey, is that
2: NHL expansion? Is it a go?
3: Sounds like it, Toolsy. So remember when George Perros, our buddy, was uh, was on our, our podcast and he said, you know, I'm living in Vegas, hoping to, hoping to land a gig with the new Las Vegas. Uh. By the way, did you see all the, uh, the nicknames? They had a hashtag thing going on twitter oh i'd like to potential hear potential nicknames for the las vegas team my favorite by far the las vegas regret
2: <laughs> <laughs> i came up with some you've said the black aces i love that
3: i think that's what it is i think that's what the owner wants las vegas craps good one you'd
2: be uh-huh, happy about very that. funny so you the crappers uh the las vegas strip hmm? but then they'd be the, what strippers. About the
3: strippers yeah, yeah. Las Vegas prostitutes?
2: Las Vegas snake eyes?
3: Mm, not bad. What about Las Vegas ladies of the evening?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Las Vegas pokers?
3: Yeah. Hey, go poke them. <laughs> poke them hard, you
2: fuckers. This one's easy. Las Vegas gamblers. But they wouldn't want to be associated
3: with that. With the USFL? Las Vegas DJs. Like, like club DJs? Yeah.
2: Ck how about, DJ. How about Las Vegas
3: <laughs> Tiesto? How about Las Vegas Steve Wynn? <laughs>
2: Las Vegas Calvin Harris's.
3: <laughs> I would just Las Vegas Win, but it's W Y N N. Yes, right. I like that. Go
2: win, go win it for a win. So the Black Ace. That's going to be the name, eh? I think. That's
0: how about with you know, Las Vegas Lost Morals? Oh, or Las Vegas Walks of Shame.
2: That's Ben. T- t- that's the voice of Ben Teller. Yeah, uh, our, our social. I media like all
3: group. those, but. Can, do any of those beat Las Vegas Regret? I don't no, think. No, so. I don't think so. I or
2: th- instead of the black, you could just go Las Vegas Aces.
3: Yeah, I yeah I don't know why. He, yeah, black aces. He's determined. I do like aces though. That that works. Gamblers is good, but I remember wasn't the Houston Gamblers? Wasn't that a USFL team? Was it? A, I think so. I don't. I don't. They don't want to be a Las Vegas team. Outlaws. Could do that. How about Las Vegas Posse? That's been done before to great success <laughs> in the CFL.
2: That's where we got the old Christmas tree, O Canada.
3: Do we ha- can we play that just for, for shits and giggles? If you go to Las, uh, Ian, if you go to Las Vegas Posse, oh Canada. If you go, if you YouTube that, you should be able to find it. I think Jim's talking to a special guest of ours, uh, that we're gonna bring in just Morning. kind of early. I think he's got a Florence in the Machine concert to get to.
2: And let's get his thoughts as our NFL insider Peter Schrager joins us. Uh, Peter Schrager, uh, do you think the NHL is going to succeed in Las Vegas?
0: I just don't see I mean, everyone's going ape about this. How
2: great it is! I don't see Vegas as a viable market. have Anyone know if there's? Uh, uh, Pete, 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 we can't hear you. Pete, you're you got a horrible reception. We, we can't hear you,
3: Pete. Are you in the subway? Okay. Oh, you're good. Yeah. You're back. Am
2: right
3: I now? Yeah, okay. better now. Talk. Okay. Oh, there I'm you go. Say this. Oh
0: yeah. Okay, I'm so saying.
2: we didn't hear a word you said. So you have to repeat yourself.
0: Okay, great. This is really good radio. Um, <laughs> I would say, <laughs> I don't know anybody who lives in Vegas. I know people who visit Vegas. I know dealers who live there, and they live in Henderson, and they pop in and out. I don't know if there's the fan base to really keep a team there and actually have a support system. So everyone's going ape about this, how great a thing it is. And the NFL is the same deal. Everyone's like, oh, it's going to be great. It's not about gambling. I just, you know, on the weekends in Vegas, you're at the Calvin Harris show, you're at Carrot Top, you're <laughs> yeah. at uh, David Cobbville. I don't know anyone who's going out to watch a hockey game. So second I'm not Calvin sure.
3: Harris reference on the pod already. <laughs> by
0: the way. Yeah, I just don't know exactly. Uh, you know, and what are you going to do? Give tickets away for free at the casino? Is that, yes. To me, I don't. I don't see it as a. Okay, so why? Why would I want to leave know. the casino to go to a hockey? Exactly. And,
2: and the the um, the argument. Someone I mentioned that to uh, someone in Vegas, and they're like, "Well, why would we give away tickets? Because that means the people are leaving our casino, and yeah,
0: they might not come not- back." and they're not buying those cigarettes and they're not buying those drinks and they're not going to the club mm-hmm. i don't know look i am not i'm not a uh, i'm not one of these guys who gets all starry eyed over vegas i've been there before i think it's a fun city but to think that uh, you know, everyone's going to be doing flips to go move to Vegas to go watch the Las Vegas Blackjacks, whatever the hell they're going to be called. Black,
3: A- <laughs> Black Aces. I don't see it. They're going to be called the Black Aces, Peter. The King of Hearts. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> the King of Hearts. <laughs> the Las Vegas Kings of,
0: what,
3: King of Hearts. Shregs, what do you think of this name? The Las Vegas Win, but you spell it W-Y-N-N.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. How about that? <laughs> I don't even know. I'm gonna, the pen and the tellers. No, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, hey, really Shreks, I got no. something for you,
3: and you're gonna love this because I know this is your favorite band, and they're from Vegas, the Las Vegas Killers. Done. Yeah. Boom.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's gonna ever happen, so guys. <laughs> sorry.
2: Now, speaking of concerts, Peter, you're on your way to a concert. Uh, Yeah,
0: Uh, my wife is a big fan. (laughs)
3: Oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, my wife is a big fan. Who are you going to see, Enya?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Florence and the Machine is in Brooklyn. I'm going to see them. I don't know. Is it just her? Is it the Machine, a bunch of guys? I have no idea. I like a couple of their songs. And then on Friday uh, in Queens, Mumford & Sons is here. I'm going to go see them. So I'm double dipping a little bit. Two concerts. Two big name bands that probably send chills down Jay and Dan's uh, uh, the Mumford free, and Sons, free. get your banjo on.
3: Get your banjo. Get your adult-oriented <laughs> rock. Well, look, to I'm going to
0: wear my. I'm going to wear my overalls. <laughs> they, they dropped. They dropped the banjo on the last album. They got rid of it completely, and it was a great album. And Jay, I saw you tweeting out some photo of you like playing a vinyl from yes, your, Library your album. Voices. Amazing oh, record, yeah, Library Voices. Are they the ones who sing the Jane dan song? I think so, right? That's, That's right. right. That's right, Trish. I like that song. All right, then I'm in. Okay, then I'm
3: in. <laughs> if 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 Library Voices come to Brooklyn, which I think they will, we'll fly out. We'll all go. We'll stay at your pad. Um, we'll bring the whole podcast crew. Even Pat Mul Downey will be staying in your house. shrags your thoughts on this plan? <laughs>
0: Pat Mulvaney, is he there today? No, no.
3: Shreks, no. Shrenks, no.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if. I wouldn't be shocked if I'm watching the U.S. Open on Sunday, and they're like, in the final pairing, it's Danny Willett, Danny Willett, and Pat Muldowney, like and he's got, like, a GoPro strapped to his, to his crotch, and he's playing. And he's no still one, upset. No one, his company, no one needs his company funds to travel for cool things more than Pat Muldowney.
2: Out of nowhere, Pat Muldowney in the final group at the U.S. Open. He doesn't even have his tour card, but somehow he's here. Somehow he's here.
0: He's here on behalf of, on behalf of Clay Travis. He's here. <laughs> Pat needs um, to just
3: get his own place in Nashville. He's, in the, he's out there so much.
0: I got to tell you, if you want to go on a little tangent, I – okay, so this alligator attack oh on Disney. Oh, my God. It's horrible.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> well,
0: first of all, I mean, Disney is launching – and I love that we're Fox, so I can talk about this freely. But yeah. Disney is launching Disney Shanghai. So they sent Good Morning America out to China, and they're doing shows from Shanghai. And meanwhile, they're like celebrating the wonder of Disney, and I'm watching, and today an alligator – you know, it's a really tragic story. But I was like – the first thing I thought was two things. One, what are Jay and Dan gonna have to say about it? And two, when is Clay Travis going on a periscope to discuss it? And sure enough, within ten minutes, Clay was on periscope <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> to talk. What, what was Clay's take on it, Pete?
0: Clay's take Clay's amazing. <laughs> and if your Canadian listeners don't listen to Clay's podcast, they must. Uh, Clay immediately said, "If you're the father, and they and like the alligator has it, and the father came away with minor scrapes, the child is no longer here." He says, "If you're the father." You have to go all in and you have, to be, you have to get killed if your kid is going in that kind of situation. Yeah. If, the kid, if the father escapes with minor scrapes, you might as well kill yourself because, I mean, that's as bad as, bad as it gets.
3: It's a harsh thing to say, but, I mean, if you're not going to go all in in that situation, when are you going all in? I mean, I, I, but, but we're not there, right? Like, we don't know exactly of what happened.
0: Not. And Clay I mean, also said this, Jay, and I don't know, you guys would know better. You have that instinct as father. Clay said, if there were any other fathers within
3: right. you know,
0: a, a mile, like, your instinct as a dad, even if it's not your kid, is to go run in. Because even the PC people who are, like, you know, upset at the that the gorilla got killed, there is no choice when an alligator is fighting a two-year-old. Like, you have to take the two-year-old's side, and if you're just a human being, you've got to jump in as, as a... As a as a male uh American man or Canadian man, like you gotta go in there and try to save this kid. Yeah, you punch <laughs> the
2: thing in the nose, isn't yeah, that how you I, or is that a bear?
3: I don't know. Well so like, I think it is. Gotta, I think you It's whatever. a fing f- it alligator is. though. Like first of all, Disney. Everything at Disney is animatronic. Every fing bear, every f- and Mickey Mouse. It's all animatronic. It looks old and weird, but we've come to accept it about Disney. But in Florida, they're like, you know what? Rather than doing animatronic alligators, let's ah. put some real f***ing alligators in the hotel. <laughs>
0: That's brilliant. It's a, wi- it's a wild story. It's a- it's a wild story because everyone has an opinion until you're in those shoes, right? Yeah. Oh,
3: man. I just like, how horrifying for those parents and everyone who here's witnessed
0: here's the scary it. part. Oh. Oh. Yeah, here's God. the scary part. It was only in one, uh, was in one foot of water. So it's not like they were in like a deep body of ocean or water. It was one foot. Do you know how little one foot is? Basically, the kid was just, like dipping his toes in, and that's where they got him. It's crazy. What
3: is that alligator doing there? Can Bob Iger, <laughs> Fig- get your alligator situation figured out. He's
2: worried about Shanghai, man. <laughs> I didn't even know they were opening one in Shanghai. That's yeah. good. Shanghai.
0: Shanghai. Robin Roberts is out in Shanghai praising Disney. I'm like, oh, my God.
3: Oh, bad timing. Not good bad timing. timing. Uh, Shregs, I know you love Veep, and I do, too. But uh, the episode Sunday. Speaking of bad timing, after the Orlando shooting, and then they're talking about the NRA's support in in Veep. I'm like, God, you really can't time anything out anymore. You can't every time anything. F-ing News bit is so tragic this week. But Veep it, is it's a
0: terrible show. Oh my God. Veep is great. You got to have on any of those cast members. I would listen. They're all brilliant. Uh, she if she doesn't win Best Actress oh. every year, she's a- available. It doesn't make sense. Uh, an incredible, incredible season of Veep. I've been tweeting about it in non-football season. Everyone's like, all right, enough there, Mr. Comedy Chops. <laughs> but I'm like, no, it's a great it's, show. Everyone should be watching.
3: It's so funny, and Toolsy has a major boner for Julia Louis-Dreyfus.
2: She gets better looking with age. My erections a, have returned. <laughs> she's a
0: beautiful woman. Uh, <laughs> 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 Wait, I have a, I have a question for Jim. I have a question for Jim. Okay. Yeah. Jim, I am in like a deep like musical, listening to a lot of stuff, and I listen to a podcast uh, by a guy named Dean Del Rey. Do you know Dean Del Rey at all? Do you know that name?
4: I, I know the name. I know. Yeah, I'm, so
0: Dean Dean was like a musician in the 80s and 90s. He was yep. a comedian, and he had on Butch Walker, who you might know. Do you know yes, Butch? Yes, I or do. Know?
4: I do know Butch Walker, yeah.
0: So Butch Walker, I knew him from his band The Marvelous Three, which was a very popular band in the 90s, but Butch Walker says, He's very, he was involved with a lot of the Weezer stuff, and I have a six degrees for you. Rivers Cuomo, what do you got? Wow.
4: Uh, Uh, Yes. I have a connection. Yes. Uh, uh, My buddy Bobby Schneck was their guitar tech. (laughs) Bobby Schneck. Schneck. What era? What era? Uh, um, You know, uh, Sweater.
3: What? So the original? The
4: original, the early Weezer stuff.
3: And some of us Shregs, and I say things like this
4: and then, then bobby strange moved strange on strange. to the goo goo dolls
3: he wow, with Johnny and, Resnick wow. There. wow and is
4: actually band. uh one of the uh utility guitar players as well went from guitar tech to actually playing with the band. in the band yes with the wow, band. wow very cool yeah i asked very this cool.
0: jay and i know you were about to jump in but i asked this because i found this interesting what they were discussing was that rivers was not like the front man but around like 2008 comes back to the band, whatever it is, he went and got a degree from Harvard, like very interesting guy, and then says, I want to be like a pop star and wants to be like a front man and took frontman lessons. I found this fascinating. He goes from being the nerdy Weezer guy to now he wants to be like a pop star. Jim, what do you got for me?
3: Huh, interesting. I uh, mean, he went to Harvard and he said he was depressed the whole time yeah. he was there, barely spoke to anyone. Uh, lived in an apartment that he painted the walls black. Oh God! Right. Like he it's was crazy. Like, a bad morbid. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. Sounds like Paul Downey.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you know uh,
4: I I do have a connection to Rivers Cuomo and Pete New York. Yeah. Oh, uh, so uh, that's where I live, guys.
0: <laughs> their A and R
4: guy who signed them to Geffen, the the original AR guy. Uh, I was mastering a record out in New York. I think it might have even been Duff solo record at the time. Wow. And uh, we decided to go to – we were at Sterling Sound Mastering, and we left, and we decided to go to a Yankees game at Old Yankee Stadium, and we took the train. And when we were taking the trains back, we decided we were going to hang at a bar, have a drink, and then come back. And it was pretty late. It was maybe like the last trains coming back from that way. Mm-hmm. And uh this guy was dressed, he had like a, it was basically like, you know, a um uh a seersucker kinda suit. He looked very not from New York, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Very, very preppy, very uh he was worried about his safety. Uh, yeah. And so I'm like, dude, we're going to get on the train. I guarantee you're going to get hassled. And <laughs> yep. he did. There you go. And there you go. Did. Was it Tom Wolf? And I can't. I, <laughs> the I, man I, in I, white. I, I don't want to say I necessarily came to his rescue, but uh, I I got the bad guys off. Him.
0: <laughs> you put them you under your him. wing. Yeah.
4: Yeah like a subway I fight. Out. Like, yeah. Like
0: I got I got one more question. I'm sorry I'm hijacking Yeah, this, what? Uh, f- love it. This is good. This is good. What? And I'm sorry it's not rapid fire Dan O'Toole. Crowd, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> Jim, I I got I, uh, you know, the Guns N' Roses are now touring all these things. are and Axel's also doing CDC and I think July 19th they're going to be in Philly. I might go. But I was just wondering and because everyone has a story. Have you heard from izzy stradlin and do you know where his whereabouts are because i think that's the greatest mystery of all he just kind of fell off the earth right
4: yeah uh uh izzy's around and uh and he actually lives pretty close to axel uh out there in malibu and uh i don't maybe
0: just give maybe just give me the the or the listeners I Where Izzy is in the history of Guns N' Roses. Like he he wrote all the music and then
4: now he he, doesn't he, hurt from he, it. Yeah, so he he wrote a lot of the stuff with the band. He really kind of brought that Ron Wood Stonesy Faces side of the band to it. Uh he even sang some of the songs like Fourteen Years, which I love that song. Mm-hmm. And uh Double Talk and Jive. He wrote stuff for in any event, yeah, great songwriter. Um he left the band in the middle of the Illusion tours because he didn't want to tour anymore. Gilby Clark came in, filled in for him, and uh, and then when the band sort of broke apart completely and Axel did his version of Guns N' Roses, Izzy came once in a very great while as a guest to play a couple of songs. Huh. And that's and pretty hasn't, much... And
0: hasn't, like, hasn't any other bands? Nothing?
4: And. Uh, only his own stuff uh, He had a band called the Juju Hounds Izzy straddling in the Juju that. Hounds I remember that And he played with some of the guys from the Georgia Satellites Remember that band? Yeah, so for sure So they nope. did some stuff <laughs> <laughs> You don't remember Georgia, Georgia Satellites? Georgia Satellites is a cool band Anyways, uh, long story short Izzy just kind of, um, you know, chills in writes songs and, Like, what's you know, your
3: take... But- Jim what's your take? do you think the uh, the duff and slash and axel approached him yeah g- like I wanna gave know, him like a dollar figure and said you know, and he said, you know what Nah, f- it. i I've got enough money or like is he that kind of guy? I know you don't know for sure, but yeah. is he the kind of guy who'd be like, you know what man I don't f- want to go out and tour with you guys anymore
4: uh i, I honestly, I don't know for sure, but I see him as the kind of guy where they might have approached him to come and do the whole tour, and he probably said, I don't want to do the whole tour. I would do a few songs or a few shows or Come out here and there, and maybe that's what'll happen. Maybe
3: that, See, that would be uh, cool. you
4: that know, would be cool. it's it. I mean, he he might have said, "Hey, look, you know, I want X amount of dollars. I'll come and do the whole tour." Right. And they said, "Well, maybe not, you know." <laughs> but I don't really know. Yeah. So
0: doesn't that make him? Doesn't that make this guy even more fascinating as a figure in music history? Absolutely, hundred percent. because like he a ghost.
3: <laughs> because the drummers uh, were sort of like Steven Adler was the first drummer and Matt, Matt Sorum was Sorum. the second yeah. drummer. so the drummers you could see being more interchangeable whereas izzy always felt like as much a part of the core original oh, band big time as those other big three time. guys which is why it seems like such and a big miss if there. you
4: i mean you know if you're a real fan of the bands you really listen to their stuff it's kind of like he's totally the ying to slashes yang. i mean those two guitar parts are so different the way the two guys play guitar but the way they meld together, it, it, it's awesome. It's like a bomb. I would say this. When they're I, all I in the room a, together, it's like a bomb going off. It really I is. I went
0: through the liner notes of Use Your Illusions 1 and 2. Izzy's name is everywhere. And for me, it's like, all right, the three guys are getting together. I mean, to me, it's a fascinating story about why he just couldn't suck it up or why they couldn't come to an agreement. Because for all this, and I'm a huge Guns N' Roses fan, for all this love and joy going into this tour, that's a major red flag for me. And I'm even more fascinated by
4: that. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, honestly, in uh, at that time when they were coming off of touring for appetite and, you know, trying to get in the studio for illusions, the guys, you know, a lot of them, Izzy being one of them was in the process of getting sober. They were trying to get it back together to get in and make a record. And, uh, you know, they were messing around with a lot of heavy then. And, <laughs> uh, you know, Izzy got straight and didn't want to be around that stuff. And, uh, uh, you know, with all the craziness once we finished the record and illusions and all the craziness on tour and everything else that was going on and the band flying the private jet everywhere. How and, did
2: they not all you die? Know,
4: it was crazy. And, you know, really, Izzy, he wound up getting his own tour bus and while the whole band really? flew, right. he rode with his girlfriend and his German Shepherd Cutter oh <laughs> uh, on on the tour bus, wow. and and he, he they pulled a horse trailer behind him where he had a couple of Harley's, and there'd be stretches of road where he'd be like, yeah, "Man, uh, let me off the bus. I think I'll ride." Unbelievable. You know? wow. And he'd he'd ride, you know, and. He also, I, uh, if I remember correctly, he had a, a, a whole welding setup. So when what? when the guys were hanging out waiting to get on stage, he'd be backstage welding shit. What was he welding? What was he welding? That was crazy stuff, man. I, like, I can't even begin to tell you some of the shit.
0: Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Guys, you need to get Izzy on the podcast.
3: Yeah, we need, to, oh, he's we need the best. Izzy in
4: here. He's the nicest, nicest guy. Just the greatest guy.
0: Oh my god! All right, I'm god. sorry for taking it in that direction. I was just fascinated, and I'll tell you this: I have friends who have seen them on this tour, including Jay Honry, who saw them yeah. at Coachella. Apparently, they're tearing it up, and they sound amazing.
4: Yeah,
3: they yeah. they sounded so good to me, and I I said it on the podcast: I my expectations were low; they f- blew right over them. And the biggest thing was Axel. Axel sounded fucking awesome. I mean, he sounded great. Speaking of Axel, Shrek uh, may want to stay on for this. I, and I just yeah, want to yeah, say want to one it.
4: last thing about Is he the guy who's playing his parts on right. stage? Richard Fortas, is amazing. The guy is a great guitar player that was in Axel's version right. of Guns, who's now out on tour with them. And the guy's <laughs> phenomenal. He kills it. So you know. It, it, it sounds great. It's not the guy, but, you know, it's not Izzy, but the guy yeah. does a great job.
3: They sound good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Axel, um, Jim and I were talking about this the other day, and you probably saw this, stregs. He wants Google to remove his fat Axel photos off the yeah. internet.
2: You can't do, yeah. remove things from the internet. How do you do that?
3: That's impossible. Wants, now, I didn't realize this. Uh, here's a quick story. A Winnipeg Free Press photographer, uh, Winnipeg, of course, the <laughs> home of Pete Schrager's favorite CFL team, the Blue Bombers. Well, the
0: Blue Bombers, sure. sure.
3: Uh, a Winnipeg Free Press photographer took snaps at a Guns N' Roses concert in 2010, and while photos were included along with a positive review of the concert, looking at those photos, many fans of GNR described Axel. As fat, and he (laughs) wants those photos removed from the internet.
2: And it originated from
0: Winnipeg. A Winnipeg photographer. Wow,
3: we have a nice Canadian connection. There there. we go. We were talking about
0: Veep on the show right before it on HBO, Silicon Valley. One of the running jokes is that the uh, CEO of like the Google company, which is Hulu, is named Gavin Belson. One of his major initiatives is to have all negative things written about him. <laughs> That's right. From the internet. <laughs> That's
3: right. Exactly. I love that guy. It's awesome. That's a great show.
0: Peter, we thank you for coming on, buddy. I'll leave you with this one. If there's one thing that you guys can erase from the internet about yourself, please tell the audience to hang up and listen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. What if there was something on the internet we could erase? Eh, I give a f- <laughs> Yeah, you don't care. you uh, I'm trying I don't to think. think there's I don't think there's anything that I would that that's on there that I would, that I'm really that. I mean, not that I go looking. I like there was uh, the picture of me nude uh, on the <laughs> FS live set. There was that, but it
2: was pixelated. But it was pixelated. So you're finding that junk?
3: No. Um, our friend Damien Cox would probably like to have something eliminated. From- <laughs> ooh, ooh. Too soon.
4: Oh, God, that's terrific. I know if I wanted all um, the fat pictures of me taken off the Internet, there'd be no pictures of me. Come on! Me. Come on, <laughs> Jim! So- Come on! Oh, Come on funny. now. <laughs>
3: uh, all right, we. Uh, what are we moving on to here?
2: We got to do uh, Great Business Needs a Stunning oh, Website. Thanks, With- Shregs! guys. Uh, have fun at the concert.
3: Oh, I like this.
2: Oh, <laughs> I like this. A great business needs a stunning website. And with Wix.com, you can do it all by yourself. Wix.com makes it easy to look amazing online. No matter what type of business you're in, show off your images in a beautiful gallery. Grow your contact list and get all your social media in one place just the way you want. Your customers are going to love it. So what are you waiting for? Show the world what you can do. Go to Wix.com, W-I-X, and create your stunning website today. It's easy and free. Wix.com. They're the best in the biz. And on our Canadian Wall of Fame, we have not even oh, mentioned, yeah, who? Yeah. Brooke Henderson.
3: So amazing. 18 years old. Yeah, boy.
2: 18-year-old, won the PGA, women's PGA championship, second Canadian woman to ever do it, joining yeah. Sandra Post, who did it in 1968. She shot a final round 65, then won in the first hole of a playoff. Beat
3: Lydia Coe.
2: Yeah. Right? It's unreal. 18, yeah. 18 years 18 old, and she's ranked old. second in the star. world now. She went from number four to number two. it just kind of hey, shows uh, what kind of youth is living today. It took over, that story <laughs> took over Canada on the weekend. So, uh, way to go. Brooke Anderson. It
3: started to take <coughs> over Canada, and then Damian Cox took it away. Dan doesn't want to go there, so we won't go there. <laughs> well, I, I don't really know the backstory. I don't either. We won't
2: go. Uh, but uh, you brought up Library Voices. Yeah. They are the ones who, do you have the Jay and Dan? Jay and Dan. Nope. Okay. Oh. All right. Don't unprepared. we have this song?
3: Oh, we don't have that?
2: sure. Have it's it. on the YouTube. Just put Library Voices Jay and Dan. Okay. Um, they sent us each a record, and they yeah. sent us each a T-shirt.
3: That's it. And, and
2: I have not stopped listening to it. It's like their sound is like an eighties feel. It's it's unreal.
3: Yeah, it's it's power poppy. Uh, there's keys. They have a lot of saxes in this one. Like they they have two records out previously: uh, "Summer of Lust" and "Denim on Denim." And this one is Madness. called "Lovish." And it's great. I'm so glad you like it. I think they're an awesome band. Yeah, so pick up
2: their record, Definitely and thank you out. to the Library Voices. Let's give this a little listen. This is this is the song
3: they recorded for us. Go follow them on the uh, social medias, too. Ah, At love Library it. Voices. Yeah. Good group.
2: And... I like them even more because uh, whenever people send us T-shirts, we always thank you for sending T-shirts, but they always send an extra large or a large, and I can't wear them, but they sent me a medium. That'll make Jay and
3: Dan happy. You've been wearing that bad boy with no pants all week. That's right. What did you do? You were off yesterday. What did you do with yourself? <laughs> <laughs> you a fun I went time a joining great great me here. great
2: sushi dinner mm. at Sugarfish.
3: Oh, Ooh. yeah, that place oh, cool. is good. Yeah. Only- You're in L.A. <laughs> 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 Go to Sugar <laughs> <laughs> The only complaint, they
2: have cheap paper napkins. Up the mm. napkin
3: game. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing about what you just said was just over it because the way my eye line is, I, I could see Ian over your shoulder. And as soon as he said paper napkins, he just was like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I like
2: I like the small details. Nice sushi
0: restaurant? I mean, uh, that's, that's taking, a nice place. Yeah, some run, have it, it is some nice linen place. napkins. Come I will on. say in their yeah. defense,
3: a lot of good sushi restaurants do go with the paper nap- napkin thing. But
2: here's the thing. They, they have higher quality paper napkins. You can still go paper napkins, <laughs> just go higher quality. Don't go with the Costco paper
3: napkins.
4: 2016. <laughs> it's a year of damn. <laughs>
3: Rich is loving this. Uh, speaking of restaurants, oh my god, this is a great segue. Uh, it really is. Boy, this this podcast has been fun. Um, restaurants, Dan. We want to play a little uh, real or fake with you. Uh, restaurant names. <laughs> uh, we know you love. <laughs> what the f- is this? Ian, uh, this DJ very, Ian. This is very uh, this kind of this kind of music. Tools he loves. All right, here we go. Uh, so here we go. I'm just going to read a bunch of ra- restaurants. You tell me if the name of the restaurant is real or fake.
2: Are they in this city or just in the
3: world?
0: They're all over, actually. All over. Yeah, United okay. States and some outside of the country.
3: Okay. Wiener Schnitzel, real. <laughs> we discovered that uh, one of the people who works on our show, uh, Jessica, her parents own like several Wiener. A lot, yeah. a lot of them, bunch yeah. of
0: Wiener yeah. Yeah. Really?
3: Wow.
2: Yeah.
0: We should get a little sponsorship. She's yeah.
2: heir. She's heir to the Wiener schnitzel fortune.
3: Very yeah. nice. Tools, you need to lock that down.
2: I need to. Uh, I need to try me some Wiener schnitzel. Is it just hot dogs? There's <laughs> some other stuff too, like I think fries I think have tater tots. Sure, but it's, it's a hot dog. Hot dogs. <laughs> If they don't have them in Canada, there's no wiener
3: Do schnitzel. Do they have paper napkins? <laughs> okay. High quality paper napkin. They have Probably.
4: chili, don't they? Yeah, oh. chili dogs. Chili, chili, chili dogs. On the dogs. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, All right. Okay. Wiener
3: schnitzel. Come on board. All right. Here we go. Are these restaurants real or fake? Here we go. Butt Hut. <laughs> no. No, not a chance. The Golden Stool. Nope. That's real,
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Ca- casa de mustache. <laughs> no. Casa de mustache. No, that is fake. A fake mustache. Cabbage and condoms. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's real. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> no. these are. Yeah. I looked these up. I'll show you pictures. Cabbage and condoms. Uh, what do r- they sell there? Yeah. Uh, here we go. Beans. 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 Oh, that's real. <laughs> that's. real. <laughs>
0: Wait, wait, wait. Cabbage and condoms is in is in Bangkok.
2: Okay, come on. <laughs> come on.
3: That's what you do when you go to Bangkok. You buy some condoms and it's Boston cab- translation.
2: It's <laughs> Boston translation.
3: Cabbage and condoms. Uh, game. uh cheese wheel of fortune. Yeah, that's real. That is fake. <laughs> uh, rabbit hole. Real. That's real. Hot Lips Pizza. In
2: Shanghai, sure. <laughs> that's real. G's uh-huh. Pot.
3: G's <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez> Pot.
2: <laughs> fake.
3: That's real. Uh, oh, really? Fantastic name. Gorilla's Banana Barn. Oh, Gor- that's real. That's fake. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Gorilla's Banana Barn. Restaurants. Rats capitalized. No. You're right. That is fake. Yeah, you don't want rats in your title. Five knuckle sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. That's fake. Mm, uh, that's a that's a,
2: also a good name. Three in the pink.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you're right. That is fake. <laughs>
3: Uh, la dudu, doo, doo. <laughs> La dudu, doo, doo D-U-D-U
2: I think it's lost in translation so it's real
3: You're right about that yep. So you got a lot wrong But you were about 7 out of You could find those craziest names If
2: you look at if you look at uh, restaurants and translate
3: them to English,
2: you could find the most screwed uh, up names That on was Earth.
3: that was just tremendous, just tremendous.
2: Um, there was a penny on the desk here. Why? When are you guys getting rid of the penny in America? <laughs> we we don't have the penny anymore. I do like
3: they have anything to do? With I actually threw away <laughs> two pennies yesterday. Just chucked. Them I threw them me. in the garbage. I
2: think that's that's breaking the law. Uh, You're like nope. throwing away. Maybe currencies. we should bleep that out. No, oh. no. I think if you rip a bill,
3: maybe. It's
2: uh, or you burn a bill, right? yeah, uh but yeah, get rid of the penny America
3: you're welcome if you you can't burn money or you get you save in jail. money
2: by getting rid of the penny like the yeah. the country saves money because you don't have to make them anymore.
3: That's Dan O'Toole <laughs> with country tips Dan O'Toole here uh, very quickly for Lisa. <laughs> Uh, bods, I just caught up on the latest couple of pods. want to let you know there are some young people who still love the CFL. I don't think we said there weren't, no. but we just were worried about the future. She says, my bo- boyfriend and I are diehard bomber fans, just like Peter Schrager, and always have been. Hope to see Shregs at a game in Winnipeg this season. Long-time listener. Keep up the good work. P.S. Is Pat actually dead? He's at the U.S.
2: Open. Um, if you're tuning in for our, our Chris Phillips interview, recently retired Ottawa senator, oh, again, yeah. our, our, our times are not matching up. So one of these days, where he had to go to a, a charity fundraiser, so that's why he's not on this podcast. Michael Bisping is going to be on the podcast we're going, we interviewed him on Fox Sports Live, our TV show, and we're going to insert that into this show.
3: Yeah, that's, that's what we'll do because, uh, as we mentioned last week, we were, we were lucky enough to be at UFC 199 when he won, uh, he won the, the middleweight
2: and, and someone sent us a tweet. They're like, uh, Jen, Dan, they're just shills for the UFC now. And I responded with, if we're, can we get free tickets then? If we're... He thought we were getting paid by the UFC or something. That's not <laughs> free tickets. <laughs> If that, free well,
3: we could get free tickets if we didn't insist on sitting right behind <laughs> Mario Lopez.
2: Uh, so yeah, that Michael Bisping interview is coming up uh, momentarily.
3: Um, can we do another uh, six degrees with Jimmers uh, before I just, sure? Where's the? Uh, where the our, he is our okay.
2: award-winning engineer. You've heard his voice throughout the podcast.
4: This engineer one's Jim. F-
3: this one's from Mark. Uh, it's Oasis.
4: Yes. Yeah,
3: Gallagher brothers.
4: Yes. Uh, um, I don't know why I thought we talked about this once before. I uh, feel like but I think did. we did. I think we did um, this
3: one. This one may be... Uh, my
4: connection to them is uh, through the Black Crows. Right, they did the that. Brotherly Love Tour.
3: God, I can't believe those guys all toured
4: together. Yeah, okay, if we already touched upon tour.
2: that, let's do the other one then. Yeah. This is from Cameron Foster. Santana.
3: I don't think we've done that.
2: No, we have not done Santana.
4: I don't think I have a connection. Oh, really? And
2: he's been around forever. I know.
4: Uh, I mean, uh, maybe you could say I do. uh, When I was working at Paramount, he came there to record something for a film. And I was there working, but I didn't work on that session with him. Who was that guy? So, who did the
3: duet with him in the nineties? Rob Thomas. Yeah, from Rob
2: Box yeah. Yeah.
4: Thomas. Yes, yeah. Rob Thomas. Box Twenty.
3: Uh, have, have you worked at and you probably mentioned this on the pod and I apologize for asking you this. The Village Recorder.
4: Yes, I have. Now, yeah. so
0: where
3: is the Village Recorder? It's here in L.A., yeah. right? And yeah. Where is it?
4: Uh, it's just off Santa Monica Boulevard, just west of the four hundred and five.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's basically in Santa Monica.
4: Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it's, it's right on the right border. Right on the border there. Yeah. Huh. I'm trying to remember the name of uh the street. It's it's just West of Bundy.
3: Cuz I was listening to Tusk <clears> the other day, throat> the throat> Fleetwood Mac, when they recorded that there. Yeah. And yeah. god yeah. it sounds so fantastic it's and great. I was like god it just the sound of the drums are so crisp. That
4: um, studio is amazing.
3: Yeah. It's so, still going. <clears throat> studio is yeah, still there, yeah, still.
4: It's amazing. Uh I'm not sure if it still is, but it was owned for years, and I think it still is, but I'm not 100% sure, by the Hormel family of the Hormel Chili fame.
2: Oh, really? Interesting. Strange side business. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're in the Chili. Let's get in the music.
4: But, um, yeah, Smashing Pumpkins recorded a bunch of their stuff there. Uh, The room I worked in was uh, the room they... They did their stuff in, yeah?
3: What happened to Smashing Pumpkins? Billy Corgan just got two,
4: yeah. They made a lot really of money weird. again.
2: They were in the CD era, so they would have made a, a fortune,
4: yeah. They they they, they made true. some good bucks. Uh, should we get to our well.
2: Michael Bisping interview? Let's do
4: it. Let's do Bisping. The count
0: you're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. Yeah,
1: it and there he it was it is. wild. Is. It, was wild you that? it was so crazy. Wow, I'm gonna clap myself. Yeah. I deserve a round of applause. <laughs> How about when oh my God. you came
3: into Fox today, and we, we, we've got the video. Oh. You, you came into Fox, the Union Jacks everywhere. They had cake. Somebody baked I, a yeah. cake. I've got to say, Gritta.
1: I just want to thank everybody that was involved in organizing that. It was, it was, I was so touched. I really was. It was amazing. Everybody here is awesome. But to walk in and, and, and experience that, I'm very rarely lost for words, but I was today. So thank you all. At
2: what point did it sink in? Was it the next day? Was it the, the next week? At what point?
1: I, I, I don't know if it still has, if I'm, if I'm being brutally honest. You know, I mean, really nothing's changed. You know, I'm still at home with my wife and my three kids, uh, but there is a gold belt in the house. And now and again, <laughs> my wife says it. My wife says, oh, my God, I can't believe it. It's crazy. And I say, I don't think I can either. <laughs> I kept saying to my coaches afterwards, I said, can you believe it? And they were, they said, yes, yes, we can. And I'm like... I don't think I can because, of course, going into a fight, you always lose bravado. You have to. Yeah. And I was confident in the fight. Of course, I was confident. But every fight, whether or not you've done a full training camp or two weeks, the hour before you go out there, the doubt starts to creep in, the demons. And that's, and that's where the fight is won or lost. So at that moment, you know, the, the doubts were starting to creep in a little bit. Uh, and then, obviously... The fight went perfect. I landed that left hook. As a fighter, you know when you've landed a good shot. You feel it on your chin.
3: And I was like, oh, oh that was a good one. And you and you landed it. And then at what point? What are you thinking? Right. right that?
1: I hit that. And I was like, oh. And then he fell down. I was like, oh, my God. This isn't going to be the end of it, though. So I kind of took my time. And he, he got back up. I hit him with the same shot again, and I was like, oh, "That was another good one." And then he went down, and I thought, "He's, he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. He's going he's to recover. He's going to suck me into some jujitsu match." So I was, I was like, oh, nobody." And then, Bing, 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 and then John McCarthy pulled me off, and I was like, "Wow, he was out."
2: So uh, yeah, incredible. Now the fight was in LA, so a lot of good-looking people there. Yes. Uh, let's uh, we we have uh, some video of a stud sitting on. Okay. Tommy, yeah, Tommy Lee and Mary Lee. Lopez. Oh, hey, it's me! Like, hey! You guys! <laughs> 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 oh, that's perfect. My word. That's also, amazing. When you enter the uh, the octagon, you you point people out. I was waving. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, no, so, for yeah. sure. I was looking for you guys. I was there, too. Where's Jay and Dan? Where's my yeah, guys? Yeah. Come on. And,
3: and I was upset because, I, I mean, you knock them out and... As Dan mentioned to you off camera, I'm literally standing on my chair like looking around as if I've trained you like, yeah, he no, did no. it. As if you Yeah, he did it.
1: As if you need to stand on a chair. Yeah, Let I know, not tall right. Enough already, I So you know?
3: my wife's like, yeah. "Get down. Yeah, Get yeah, down. sit
1: down. Sit down." Do but oh, it was that's such awesome. an
3: incredible moment. Um your family, you talked about you joked us that your son predicted yes. that Luke would win before So how did he react after he actually won? So
1: Lucas, my youngest, is obsessed with Minecraft. You called him a little shit. He is a little shit. He he gets even worse. Do you know what Minecraft is? It's like a kid's game. He's obsessed with Minecraft. And on the Sunday, because I stayed at the hotel, you know, he got a little out of hand with the boys. (laughs) On the Sunday, I walked in, and he's playing Minecraft. And I'm like, hey, Lucas, I won the fight. And he's like, I know. I said, no, 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 I won the (laughs) fight. I'm the champion. He's like... I know. I'm a, so I, He couldn't care less. He literally couldn't care less, which in his own way is kind of awesome, actually. <laughs> the little bastard. Lucas, I'm a goddamn champion. What the hell?
2: Look at this. he's don't fall off trees, you little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned it got out of hand. Uh, you celebrated with uh, Dana and Lorenzo. Uh, you were drinking whiskey. Yes. In the Octagon. Uh, how, how out of hand did it get? I didn't get that out of hand. You can see Cindy Crawford yeah. uh, photo Let's popping
4: down. Clo- I was yeah. like, Cindy, have a closer look here.
1: Cindy, pack it in. You know, <laughs> she's always following me around these days yeah, and jumping there in she the is. background. She's oh. admiring you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did she get in the octagon? No, she's actually a massive fight fan. She's at many events. I I remember years ago, I was at a a fight and my coach was fighting, my coach at the time, and he got knocked out. Anyway, and afterwards, backstage in the corridors, they were replaying the fights on a TV. And I was standing there and I was watching. This is 2005 or six, and I'm watching this little monitor and some lady stood in the way. Just a pair of legs is all. Well. So I said, excuse me, can you just get out of the way, please? And then I looked up and it was Cindy Crawford. I was like, oh, uh, shit. I'm telling yeah. Cindy Crawford to get out right. of the way. This was back
3: when <laughs> I wasn't a champion, of course. Now, there have been a lot of people thrown out there for your first title defense. Let's go through the list. You give yes. us a quick thought on each. We're going to start with the guy you beat for the title, uh, Luke Rockhold. Uh, thoughts on a possible rematch? Luke
1: Rockhold just got knocked out cold in the first round. It wasn't even close. He's a great fighter, but he's, he's got to rebuild himself. We did fight before. I had to go away and beat three people until I got my rematch. Um, I think he needs to do something similar. It wasn't even close. How about Dan Henderson? Dan Henderson is a guy that actually does interest me. He obviously has a great knockout victory over me back in the day, um, and he's going to retire soon. So I want to get revenge for that loss before he retires. He was on testosterone replacement therapy in that fight. I didn't even know that existed. Dan, you're a cheat. Let's do it anytime you want. You're a pussy.
3: And and he was at the card
1: at UFC yeah. 199. Yeah, he, he, he knocked out the poison dwarf, Hector Lombard. <laughs> um, so, you know, if you want to come and try... Hey, buddy, lightning doesn't strike twice. So if you're interested, sound on the dotted line, you old piece I, of shit. I,
3: I think a lot of people... <laughs> I love how you talk to to Henderson the same way you talk to to Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You got to deal with everybody the same way. Uh, Chris Weidman, interesting. Uh, we talked about it last time mm. you were here. Disrespected you going into this yes. fight, and has a little bit since. Absolutely, he
1: has. And again, Chris Weidman is coming off a loss to Luke Rockhold. You don't get title shots coming off a loss, so he needs to go away, probably fight Luke Rockhold. And if right. he beats Luke Rockhold, then yeah, then for sure we can talk. But he needs to win a fight first, and I don't think that's crazy for me to say that. You know, you just lost. Win a fight, which I'm sure he can. He's a great fighter, but mm-hmm. get back in the winning box first, and then we'll talk. Uh, Jack Ray Souza. Jack Ray Souza probably is the number one contender. Did recently lose to Yoel Romero, though, so that's the only blemish there. But a worthy contender, you know? There is no shortage of viable fights for me, you know what I mean? Come on, you know, yeah. I, I got this belt, everybody wants it. There's no shortage, but he is definitely up there, of
3: course. And I, I can't believe we're saying this, uh, GSP. Can you imagine? What? GSP, that would be incredible.
1: George St-Pierre. Yeah. I, I actually had some people reach out to me and say, you know, George St-Pierre is interested in fighting you. Wow. Like, Really? Really? There is something that I didn't expect Yeah, Some people from his camp. I was like, really? Wow. Okay. Okay. This is a...
3: So let's talk about this. What are your thoughts? Uh, You you hear that. What do you immediately think?
1: Tell him to sign on the dotted line, just like Henderson. If he wants to come out of retirement. Listen, George is a fantastic fighter. I've got a lot of respect for him. I've always said that uh, any young aspiring fighters should look at George St. Pierre as, you know, what they should model themselves on. He's the consummate professional. He really is. Great guy. Amazing fighter. But if he wants to step into the octagon, he's going to get knocked out just like Rockhold did. Sorry, buddy.
3: I mean, but this could be, I mean, this would be huge. Because oh, he mass- be coming be massive. back, right? Mass-
1: it, it, it would be the, the biggest fight that I could possibly think of. Yeah. Of course.
3: So if you could pick, going through those last guys, if you yourself could just say, I want that guy. He's Henderson guy. first because yeah. he's
1: about to retire. Yeah. Um, GSP wow. or probably next because it would be a massive payday and be a super fight. And then Aray, and then Rockhold and Wyburn and all those other, those also-rans in the rest of the division, you know, they can, they can. don't worry. I plan on keeping hold of this for a long time. So I'll get through you all.
2: Don't worry. Do you have a number in your head how many fights you think have left? Yeah.
1: I don't know. Not really. Three or four. Three or four, and then yeah. I'll call it a day. Something
3: like that. And you're, uh, you're a movie star? You're playing hot yeah. in the new oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. This I is so cool. Don't like to talk about it, but yeah, I'm a movie star. There you are. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that guy. This is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Vin Diesel's back. Could you... What about... Could Vin... Like, Vin plays a tough guy in the movies. Is he actually a tough guy? Well, you know, he's a big, strong guy.
1: He really yeah. is. And uh, believe it or not, he's trained quite a lot. He does jiu-jitsu. He does boxing, things like that. So I've seen him on the pads and stuff like that. The, the guy... Uh, I mean, of course, He's an actor. You know, so, you know, I'm a I'm a proper fighter. But, but but I guess the average guy on the street, Vin Diesel, would probably beat the living shit out of them.
2: Oh, okay. How about Samuel no L. Offense. Jackson? No. Samuel L. Jackson, he makes a return. Did you meet him? I, you know,
1: I very, very fleetingly, I walked into a makeup truck and I was head down looking at my phone, you know, like typical, and I bumped into somebody. I went, oh, sorry, and I looked up and it was Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Come on, it's Samuel L. Jackson. The guy's a legend. I was like... <gasps> Sorry, pardon me. And then, and then, and then, I was like, "Oh, hey, nice to meet you." But I was just for a second, a little bit like, "Whoa!"
3: Now, now that you're the champ, we've noticed that you've been uh, you've been rather humble about it on social media. Yes. Uh,
1: uh, I mean, who am I to brag? <laughs> yeah.
3: This is incredible. <laughs> you're watching Peaky Blinders here, the Netflix show. Yes. Uh, the belts up on the top, and then, uh, and then you're 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 downing a protein shake here. Just. <laughs> Just hanging around the house. Just,
1: just doing my daily stuff. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, just keeping it low-key.
3: And then you get to the Fox Sports Studios. Look today, at this. The cake. I
1: think that is the greatest cake I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Just incredible. Incredible. It's a shame we had to eat it, and I did have three slices. So You're I not... ain't making 185 anytime soon. That's right. That's we, right. We
2: got cake once. Um. <laughs> really? Did we deserve it? <laughs> did you um. get to eat it? Uh, yes, it was someone's birthday. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, something. Uh, we're gonna play a game.
3: Yeah, all right. Yeah, it leads to a game called yeah. a "Have you done blank with the belt?" There Ooh, you okay. are, right there. <laughs> um, and, and the question is: Have you let your kids wear the belt, especially Ooh. Lucas? This is a real. It's, it's not
1: a case of letting them wear it. They, they are welcome to wear it, okay. but okay. I don't think they've requested. What? I don't That's think they've crazy. requested. It is. Good. What the hell, column? Come on. <laughs> That's my son? Have you showered with the belt on? I have not showered with it. That's a strange kind of... It would rust, wouldn't it? I have bathed in the pool with it on. I'm kidding, I haven't. But (laughs) I will shower. I will shower.
3: (laughs) I've led in a jacuzzi. Um, Have you gone to the bathroom with the belt?
2: That seems very interesting.
1: Took a giant dump. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Wearing it. With the belt on. Why wouldn't you?
1: Wiping your backside is quite the issue, wearing that strap of metal.
2: Um, Have you had sex with
1: the belt on? Again... It would act as a chastity belt. That said, <laughs> I am rather well endowed, so I can not get around it. But uh yes, you are. I I, I, I shall I sh- I'll try it out. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> Keep us
3: posted. I'll let you know how it goes next time I'm here. We'll continue to update you when you come back. Uh, when Michael comes back, we'll make sure we'll tell you whether or not he had sex. Are you allowed to touch it? You may touch it uh, only oh, once. It's
1: Too heavy. It's, for heavy. You. it's pretty heavy. It's pretty heavy. Not too shabby.
2: Did they give you cleaner? Did they clean
1: it? Well, I believe that Luke Brockholtz will be coming around on a monthly basis. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Speak (laughs) Shining (laughs) for me. That's right. There we go. Boom.
2: You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast.
3: Michael Bisping. Michael Bisping the Count. What a guy.
2: And again, I know we've said it before, but the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Yeah,
3: such a great guy. I loved uh, there was video of him coming in to the Fox Studios today. Everyone had the, the, the Union Jacks out. Uh, uh, they had the cake. Uh, Dan had his pants down, was stroking his penis. <laughs> Everything uh, was just all in celebration of the count. we get, get our title. hands on
4: more balls. That's quite a welcoming.
3: How weird would that be? Just Dan, just whacking off in the lobby.
2: We don't want to just be in your ears. We want to be in your eyes. So we thank Michael Bisping. <laughs> we thank Peter Schrager for coming on the podcast. Make sure you listen to his podcast. He, I don't think he does. He done one this week.
3: No, he hasn't. He did the one with uh, uh, the Seahawks GM. John Schneider. John Schneider. Mm-hmm. And was, he did a CFL podcast so the same week. Yep. He did one with Marshall Ferguson, uh, the Hamilton Tiger-Cats play-by-play guy. Yeah, check it out. The John Schneider one if you're not if you're just a Seahawks fan, but just a I love his GM podcasts. They're so they're so cool. All these GMs like it's like half of them just wrote letters to the owners of the team they grew up watching and somehow got in that way as like an intern and then worked their way up. Like it's crazy. It's like we
2: wrote letters to Fox. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) To Rupert Murdoch. Deal, Rupert. (coughs) (laughs) One day will work for you. Uh, So, yeah, thanks for listening. Make sure you listen to the Fox Sports Live podcast. It's
3: daily. I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait to listen to that.
2: (laughs) It's good. (laughs) Uh, That'll make G and Dan happy. (laughs) It's the TV show in audio form.
3: It
2: doesn't make a lot of sense when you say it, but it kind of makes sense when you listen. I think it works,
3: generally. (laughs) At least three quarters of the bits work. T-Mobile, you got this. <laughs> the, I mean,
0: the intros and outros are hilarious. And you guys are just That's locking.
3: true. That's essentially just this, though, right? But it's funny. Yeah.
0: It works. All right. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye, everybody.